Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Event Industry News podcast. Uh, my name is James Dixon, wishing everybody a very good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever or wherever you are tuning into today's podcast from. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Engage, powered by D2I Systems, winner of Best Event Management Platform at the 2017 Event Technology Awards. To learn how Engage can make your business more profitable, visit d2isystems.com forward slash engage. And um, I always say at the start of the podcast episodes, um, good morning, afternoon or evening, whenever you are tuning in from, which is um, very apt today because um, I'm delighted to say that once again, we've got some transatlantic guests joining us on the line today. Um, our guests today are Casey Shaw and Ryan Campion. Uh, Casey is the co-founder and Ryan is the head of marketing from Printfection. And if I'm right, you guys are joining us from Denver, Colorado today. Is that correct? That's right. Fantastic. Um, guys, thanks for taking the time to, to join us on the podcast today. And the first thing I'm going to sort of not throw at you, but to kick things off. Um, if you go onto the print fiction website, uh, one of the first things I noticed was a, a line that says a swag management platform that makes life easy. So for those people who are out there who have only ever lived in the digital world, Casey, what is swag and what is swag management? Yeah, so swag is all the stuff you'd bring to an event, your t-shirts, tchotchkes, um, promotional materials, pamphlets, um, and a management platform is kind of our take on reinventing this old school industry of promotional merchandise um, and simplifying kind of the buying management and uh, distribution of your branded merchandise. Um, sure. So, And why swag why swag management and why was why was printfection created what what's your own background and how did it lead to you guys uh, or to you, to you casey helping to to found uh, printfection yeah so it, it's kind of it was an organic story um my co-founder kevin and i met in college here in denver um and we started at a t-shirt printing company uh and it was done online it was it allowed customers self-load artwork, uh, make designs, make some money. So much, very much a retail-oriented business. Um, and then it, it kind of transformed over the years. We saw that um, some of our best customers were actually companies, organizations, event professionals that were using our platform to help um, distribute merchandise. And so we kind of pivoted the company to, um, to focus on swag management exclusively uh, and, mm. deal with, and deal with businesses. We just saw that, that um, the industry was kind of behind the times um, and, and there wasn't a lot of technology uh, applied into helping people manage their swag. Sure. And, um, you know, now that you've sort of put what swag is into context, I'm sure everybody listening or, or watching today's podcast will go, okay, yeah, great. I think I'm on the, the right page now. I know what it is. And we've all been to, to trade shows and to conferences where people yeah. stood there with a bowl of pens or, you know, some, some key rings to, to, to hand out to people, you know, stuff that is really was a brand management exercise in the past, wasn't it? It was about putting your logo onto something tangible that people would hold and maybe use in their everyday lives. But having said that, other company, people who have had experience of ordering that and sourcing those products will have probably gone through the same situation that I found myself in many times, which is, oh, I found some pens on this website, or I found some t-shirts from these guys, or I found another company that can do this, that, and the other. You find yourself having to go to multiple different platforms with different ordering processes, things arriving at different times in different boxes, having to get it all ready for events. And I presume that part of the, the concept behind what you guys are doing is to bring 
all of that sort of horrible logistical side of things under under one platform. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The traditional industry is um, extremely fragmented. So you know, you, like you said, you go, you order pens from one guy, you come up with a really creative idea, uh, and maybe you need to go source that from somewhere else, and then you end up with three or four or five different swag vendors. Um, and then generally, what happens is all that stuff's coming into uh, your office, and somebody has to actually kind of package that stuff together maybe reship it out to your next conference or event or if you're if you're distributing directly to maybe a nice customer on their anniversary or your sales team is um, using you're kind of empowering your sales team with, with some merchandise uh, for, for maybe their on-site visits that stuff all generally kind of the hub becomes your office and it's just a huge waste of, of you know time and potential of everyone in your marketing team so kind of our, our vision is to to you know, put that into a SaaS online platform um, mm -hmm. where all that stuff's done in one spot. Um, so we also have, you know, integrated fulfillment, distribution, worldwide distribution, um, and then a lot of services too to help kind of event professionals with uh, specifically getting merchandise to events on time mm -hmm. uh, on specific days, uh, customs clearance, kind of just a lot of value added things that, you know, make their life just a, a little bit easier. Yeah. Another thing I think that helps, we have a an event packing feature. So I've gone to quite a few trade shows. And one of the things I look forward to the least is, okay, let's say your box gets to the event on time, right? You're excited. Now you have all this unorganized crap, right? That you have to sift through. If you're bringing t-shirts, they're jumbled all over the place. So we have a feature called event packing where we actually, any apparel item you have, will roll it for you and label it by size and gender. So all you have to do is just take it out of the box, set it up on your booth display, and then you're good to go. And that saves, it sounds really minor, but the feedback from our customers is that saves them hours of time, depending on how many events they go to. Absolutely. And one thing that I, I considered um, before we came on air today, I did, I looked through, um, through the website for Printfection just to, it, to, to get an idea of what it is that, that, that you're doing and how it really differed from, from you know, what you may call the, the older generation of, of, of swag management and how people used to do it. And the, the responsibility for sourcing and managing this whole thing would often fall to somebody who now also has a responsibility for many other uh, things as well in a company. So you take the marketing manager of any uh, you know, of company X, Y, or Z, they will be managing the website, the social media activity, the press releases, uh, the, the schedules of um, their senior management if they're going to a conference or a trade show. So um, they may have forgotten perhaps what swag is and maybe how how useful it can be when you launched the company casey how, how much of a, a consideration was given to almost re-educating the industry into what they can achieve with this type of marketing when they've got sort of so many pressures and responsibilities of managing those other elements of marketing as well yeah i think that's our biggest challenge um, and opportunity to this day is helping everybody understand how powerful swag can be and, and that it's almost a, a brand new marketing channel if done correctly so it doesn't have to just be you know this thing you do just because everybody else does that, that you take to a conference or a trade show um we've actually seen a lot of extremely innovative swag marketing campaigns from from our customers um, and so they've taught us as much as we've taught them um, it's really fun to kind of see some of these super innovative tech companies that, that use our platform and what they've done with merchandise. Um, just a quick example, um, a, a customer of ours actually used Swag as an incentive on their website if you were to trial their software product. Um, and they received about 30% more leads over the course of a couple of years. Um, this was an ongoing, extremely successful demand gen campaign 
Um, that's just one example. Um, there, there's so many. So that's been that's been something that's been really fun for us. Is to, to it's not just about the swag. A lot of it's about how it's used and being extremely creative with kind of blending the right uh, swag items with the right campaign structure. And then with our distribution tools, we can make that a lot easier. So you're not having to um, you know generate a giveaway link or collect sizes. We have we have tools and landing pages and systems for that um, to make it a lot easier. So yeah, that that's definitely. Uh, that's definitely kind of the meat of what we're trying to, to educate the market on. When you mentioned the term, the right items there, um, uh, uh, there are uh, swag ideas and items that everybody's familiar with. And take, take the idea of the pen. I've literally yep. just scribbled a note here as we've been talking with some question ideas. And I've looked at the pen I've got and it's got a company on there called Inspire. Inspire. They're a hire company. I picked it up at a, a conference that I was working at a few weeks ago, and it's the first pen that I fished out of my bag today, <laughs> and I'm using it. And, and, and it's a really, really good pen, and I picked it up for really specific reasons. I thought, that's a really good pen. Now, the pen idea, in some respects, though, is some people may accuse it of being a bit old hat, you know, an old-fashioned concept. Same with the key rings or, you know... Uh, is there still mileage in what you would call traditional swag items and what we've seen come into the marketplace um, in 2018? You know, what are the sort of the modern ideas that people can actually see now if they want to, 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 to invest in this element of marketing? Yeah. So to, to start off, yeah, items, you know, people might consider something like a pen to be cheap, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it is. It's a low cost item. Those low cost items like pens, sunglasses, lip balm, they're still useful. And so there's still some value in that. I think where event managers sometimes trip up or make a mistake um, is they only bring those items. They just say, you know, what? we're going to bring a bucket of pens set out in front of the booth and hope that people come by and take them. I think if you have the budget for it, you want to diversify the types of items that you bring to an event. Um, particularly if you're going to show and you know that there's some really key prospects that you want to meet with that could mm. potentially represent a huge opportunity for your business, bring a handful of high-end items for those folks. This could be branded Patagonia jackets with your logo on it, um, or even Timbuktu backpacks, really nice backpacks. They have a lot of useful straps. They look super sharp, uh, waterproof Bluetooth speakers. People are always raving about those. Yeah. Um, bring some of those items that you can give to key prospects and customers. Those aren't your standard giveaways, but you'll have those when you have those key meetings and you'll make a really good first impression. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when you talk about different items on sort of a creative spectrum, you know, we have mid-range mid items. One of the ones that we've been using recently, even internally, Perfection, that our customers love are just branded whiskey stones. So they're just little stones that you put your branding on, you put it in the freezer, and then you stick it into a beverage, like whiskey, and it keeps your drink really cold, but without diluting it, like ice would. Little things like that, people are just like, oh, that's, that's amazing. Um, you had you know, me at whiskey. You had yeah, exa exactly, right? Everyone likes alcohol-related items. Um, and going back to that, the, the cheaper spectrum, pens and so forth, uh, things like bottle openers and even sunglasses, they don't sound that sexy. They, they, they might sound a little bit lame, but you can actually do a lot of different things and from a branding perspective, whether you emboss your logo on it, you can make it look really nice. And again, it's super helpful. Um, I actually needed a bottle opener just a couple weeks ago. I sound a little bit like an alcoholic, um, but <laughs> you know, it's a useful item. So 
uh, I think, you know, mix up the types of items that you bring, but to your point, those lower end items, those cheaper ones, absolutely still have mileage. I think there's just some ways that you can add a little bit more creativity and add a little bit of breadth to the types of things you bring. And, and to re-emphasize re my, my, my point um, and, and, and to sort of take that a stage further, targeting items to the right audience or the right items for the right audience is, is, is essential because again, look, I've got a pen here, right? I do a lot of event production work. Um, you know, I'm plugging things in or marking out stand spaces, whatever it may be. And I'm always fishing around in my pocket for a Sharpie or a marker of some description. Yeah. And so a, a trade show last year, there was a conference, there was a booth and they just had a great big bowl of these mini sharpies that are perfect for throwing in your pocket you can carry two or three around you've always got one to hand it's got their logo on it and i just thought do you know what that would cost me you know two three four pounds to go and buy myself so that's actually not only is it saved me some money it's given me something really useful that i can carry around for my work so i suppose my point to re-emphasize what you were saying ryan is is finding the right items for the right audience is critical as well. And if pens are right, great. If backpacks are right, great. You know, it could be that you're at a sports convention, Casey, and water bottles are the right, right way to go. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely thinking about the right way. In fact, um, I have this little dongle adapter here, right? It just has a couple different attachments for a couple different mobile devices. This is from a company I used to work for about six or seven years ago. It was an HR software company. I still have this mm -hmm. and I still use it. Not that expensive, very useful, and I've kept it around. You're carrying it all the time. Um, yeah. Casey, going to sort of, I suppose, the, um, the operational side of, of, of the platform, if we can call it that, of Printfection, um, when, when it was being put together, um, did the actual Printfection website and the platform that, that your clients will engage with to process their orders and to manage their orders, um, did that evolve from a previous site or was this a completely sort of bespoke project that was, that, that was built from the ground up for, this, for the purposes of what you wanted it to serve? Good question. Um, so kind of with our history of being a business to consumer printing operation for you know, almost 10 years before we launched our swag management platform, actually a lot of the backend infrastructure did evolve from kind of our printing heritage. Um, and but we've added a lot since, um, and, and it does kind of look like a fresh, you know, fresh app nowadays. Uh, and but yeah, like you can log in as, as a customer, um, and you can manage your campaigns online. You can put in requests to for new items, browse our catalog of ideas, see what other customers have done um, using our platform, and then kind of when you pick out your items, um, you work with our item setup team um, and, and merchandise experts. So. Just to what you and Ryan were chatting about here a few minutes ago, um, we have these conversations every day, all day with our customers, and we've kind of seen um, from hundreds of other customers what's working and what's not. So that's a big, big value add. That's not just you know software logistics. It's really the human aspect of coming up with the, the great campaigns. But um, we have a, a nice built-in project management system to help make that really easy to go back and forth. Um, if you've ever ordered merchandise, you probably have a you know 50 email chain in your inbox yeah. uh, about, you know, going back and forth to get that order through the door. So instead of having to do that all over email, you can do it directly um, in, our, in our platform. And then um, kind of when that's done, uh, you can order the inventory, store it in our fulfillment center, and then design and launch these campaigns. Um, so, so it was a process over, over many years to kind of get all those pieces together and make them work in a cohesive system. Um, mm -hmm. When we first created the platform, we actually 
just had one of these features, which was what we call a giveaway. Um, and it was kind of our foray to see, hey, is this thing going to work? Is this swag management idea really, really uh, have legs? Um, and so the giveaway was simply just uh, a unique URL that you could um, generate in our platform, distribute it to customers, maybe you know through email or, or social, um, and then they would click on it and be able to pick out their own gift, um, enter their own shipping address, uh, and most importantly, their own size. So you didn't have to go back and forth with a recipient of course, to yeah. information. Um, and that that really took off pretty quickly. Um, and what we saw is that people wanted more than just this point solution of a giveaway. They really wanted an entire man swipe management system. Um, and so we kind of built out the other aspects uh, from customer requests. And it was it was a very organic process over over many years. And it's interesting that the idea of a, of a link there, one, one, a word that really has cropped up in the events industry just in the last few years is gamification. And it's the idea of, of, of promoting audience engagement and interaction, whether that be at a conference or at a trade show. So some sort of reward, a, a gaming aspect um, that rewards the person for attending so many seminars or so many sessions or visiting certain booths that have paid to maybe participate in a sponsored gamification program where they get this reward. And the idea of maybe that, that, that swag doesn't just have to be something that you put into people's hands there and then, that it could be a reward for, for something further down the line, Absolutely. It, it suddenly takes it out of just being a gift item to being something that actually companies can incorporate into their marketing activities if they are going to an event. Absolutely. Yeah. That, in our world, we kind of call that an incentive program and, and using that giveaway link, we have, we've had customers that have done, you know, very simple solutions, but also very sophisticated where imagine, you know, you have, I'm just brainstorming off the top of my head here, but you know, you, you attend these sessions, you collect points, maybe in the event app or, or what have you. And then when you hit certain levels, you're eligible to redeem um, XYZ swag items or, you know, even kits or, mm. or, or combinations of different things. Um, and then have them, you know, shipped or sent directly to the, to the individual. Sure. Um, from a, a creativity point of view, and Ryan, I guess uh, in your role as, as, as head of marketing, this is, this is something that, that you're likely to, to take um, a really keen interest in. Um, going back to the processes involved in, in ordering uh, and, and processing orders and looking at the old way of doing things where you're behaving, maybe a marketing manager is on five or six different websites ordering different things. And one company wants a PNG file. The other one wants a PDF of your logo. The other one wants a JPEG. And you've got five, six different processes that you're managing. So first of all, from a creativity point of view, it's aided by the fact that they only have to upload certain information once, presumably to the site. But then as a creative um, offering are you there to not only suggest the ideas of what items would work but also maybe the design of those items how logos are displayed what wording text is displayed how involved do you get in the creative process of the items with the clients yeah we are extremely deeply involved and james it sounds like you've almost managed this before you're <laughs> speaking so clearly to the pain points that our customers come to us yeah no it's it's all that so every customer gets uh, an account manager a dedicated client success manager as well as access to our merchandise experts. Uh, and we get questions all the time from customers that say, hey, can you just give us some ideas? Like what are some cool t-shirt ideas? What are some cool new ideas? Uh, and we can give them tons of options of, hey, you can brand a t-shirt with this type of color style or put your logo in multiple placements. Um, and, and we really get, we can really get into the weeds with them and give them a lot of detail about what works and, and what looks good. Um, and that's all part of 
any customer who who signs up for Printfection gets access to that. Excellent. And and I suppose tying in um, the, 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 the concept of swag and gift ideas and, and also the whole sort of digital um, age that we work in now, um, how many uh, sort of digital ideas are, are able to be incorporated in swag? And I'm talking about things like, you know, USB sticks, for example. Again, t- to me, if I see uh, a trade stand or a booth or anything at a show where they're giving out USB uh, sticks, get as many of those as you can because, <laughs> because you're always fishing for one in the bottom of your bag, you know, so yeah. spend, I'll spend 10 minutes talking to people there and, 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 and half a dozen of those are going straight in my pocket. Um, so, you know, and, and how, how is that sort of then developed beyond that? You know, are there, are there sort of more modern and digital gift ideas that people are looking at now to tie in with that digital age? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, any type of tech product, any digital product, if you can put a logo on it, you can use it. You can use it with us. Um, so yeah, we definitely, we definitely, uh, we, we see that quite a bit. Uh, even people, you know, apart from things like memory cards, even like headphones, branded headphones are super popular. So that's an item that we're seeing, or even um, now with cell phones, now that they all have wireless charging capabilities, sure. you can get, you can brand a wireless charge pad that looks really, really slick. And that's super useful because then people can charge their phones wirelessly. So, um, yeah, we see that we see that happening quite a bit. Yeah, that's the fastest growing category of promotional merchandise out there is uh, the technology items. Great, yeah, yeah, and 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 understandably so because I guess if you if you're offering somebody something that's not going to cost them anything, but that is a useful day to day item that they would otherwise go out and definitely buy themselves. You, you, you're instantly touching on something that, that, that's going to get into people's psyche. Um, just going back to the point about uh, on the actual operational side of things and, and the, the, the website functionality and the platform functionality, um, how was there a, a development and, and well, there's always a development period, but was there a, a soft launch for the, for the um, platform that you were able to sort of test and how long was that period before you were able to say, right, this works now, let's put it out to the, to the wider market? Yeah, it's a great question. So given our, our history of um, starting in the B2C printing world, um, we actually kind of, I, the analogy I always use is we, we changed out the engines of the airplane mid-flight. So there wasn't this big bang <laughs> moment where we launched uh, Printfection as everybody knows it now. It was a very iterative process. Um, but we did actually first create that giveaway functionality under a separate brand. Um, it no longer exists, but uh, it was called Swag Love. Uh, and we did that to protect the old business. Um, and so, so we created, we created this giveaway thing. We called it swag love. It, it got some traction. Um, and then we folded it back into, uh, Printfection and, and kind of morphed our service, uh, over time. So it was a multi-year process to do this. It wasn't, it wasn't super fast, uh, but we, you know, we wanted to get it right and build the tools that, that everybody, you know, wanted. So we needed a lot of feedback from the market to kind of see like, Hey, you know, is this thing working? What sure. works, what doesn't, um, and, and you know, it took us a while to get there, but. And, and, and how does it work on, a, on an international basis? Because you did mention earlier on in today's podcast that, that you know, the international customers and you guys, as I said at the very beginning, you're, you're in Denver, Colorado at the moment, over in the US. We're based in the UK. We know that there will be people listening and, and watching this podcast from the US in continental Europe, in Southeast Asia, you know, in, in, in the Middle East, in places like Abu Dhabi and Dubai, where there are big event markets there. Um, how have you been able to, to, to further develop the platform so that from your base in the USA, you 
you are able to actually satisfy international com uh, customers and how difficult was that process to incorporate? Yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of international customers. Um, we, we do, for, you know, full disclosure, I would say, you know, the majority of our customers are uh, North American based, but they go to events in, in all over the world. So our fulfillment center right now is in Colorado. That's where most of the items ship from. Um, so, you know, there, there is a logistical factor of moving um, atoms across oceans. There's no way around it. Um, but we do ship uh, over 40% of everything overseas uh, in one way or another. So, you know, whether it's to Asia, Europe, um, you name it. Um, so we've gotten really great at international shipping. Mm. Uh, and the other thing to think about, too, is um, so we, we have some international customers where actually majority of those events are happening in North America. So that could be a great Kind of twist on things as well if, if you are going to a lot of events in north america having fulfillment and operations in the united states can be a benefit even if your company is headquartered internationally um, we don't yet have operations overseas but that's on the roadmap um, to mm. open up a fulfillment center um, in europe in asia etc um, so we, we're building our platform to be able to expand um, what, what, one thing that I've just scribbled down is, is whether or not you guys um, have, have links directly to the events themselves. And, and, and to put that into some context as a question, if you go to uh, a trade show, uh, and I'm working with a client of mine at the moment who are going to be exhibiting at a trade show in, in a few weeks' time. So at the moment, I'm working with that event organizer to, you know, to uh, put in all the stand information and everything that they ask for in advance. And one thing that you're always given is a list of their official contractors or suppliers, people who can supply tv screens if you need a tv screen in your booth etc um have you explored or, or have you ever or have you already worked in the idea where you're working as the official supplier to an actual event and um, by doing that you're making the whole delivery and the fulfillment process that little bit more cost effective by working with lots of people who are going to be in the same place at the same time yeah, we, yeah. we've experimented with that um and in a couple of different ways. So we have, we have a few events where we are the official merchandise supplier. Um, but then on the flip side, we also have some customers that we don't have an official contract with the event, but we have so many customers going to the same event mm -hmm. uh, that it almost works in that way of itself where we can sure. you know, get better rates to ship to the event and uh, work directly with the, you know, the, the event management company to clear logistics and customs with you know, multiple customers um, all at once. So, so that, that does happen actually quite frequently, but I think that's an area of opportunity for us to explore uh, maybe more direct partnerships with additional events uh, and management companies. Yeah, we are, we are doing a big one in February for a, an event that kind of caters to software startups that we're really excited about. Um, yeah. so. And, and, I, and I guess, uh, you know, the, the same sort of question further on, and I suppose it's more, more of a thought than a question is, um, is, as well as working with the actual event organizers themselves, and beyond that, you have all these huge event venues in most of the major cities not just in north america but in europe as well you know and um and and you know from a fulfillment you know the biggest cost of anything is getting it from a to b is transport um and, and if you can make that more cost effective by having a base or you know some sort of official standing within either a venue or a, uh, an event itself it's it's going to make the task easier for everybody isn't it Absolutely. Yep. Yep. The logistics is a huge piece. Um, and it's definitely something that we're, we're, we're focused on. I mean, you know, our, our role model is, is Amazon, right? Think about what they've done worldwide. And, you know, imagine if even, even one tenth of that was available to, you know, event managers and, and marketing professionals. Um, yeah. One thing that I scribbled down here earlier on in, in today's podcast um, it is swag like vinyl. 
and and again to sort of put a bit of context into that you know vinyl and then cassettes and then cds they sort of fell out of fashion and the ipod came along and we just started to download tracks and then certainly in the uk we've seen a year-on-year growth in the last five years in vinyl sales it's creeping back up again because people want that tangible item you know they don't want that you know, the idea of just a few ones and zeros making their way from their internet connection into their phone. Um, right. Is swag a little bit like that? It might sound like a really random question, but do people, <laughs> fall out, do people fall out of love with it a little bit? And now through services like yours, they're actually realizing, actually, no, it's really good to have something you can give to people as a physical item. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's, that's absolutely correct. I think it's a couple of things. There, there's digital, digital overload. People are getting too many offers, too many emails. So, you know, as a, as a marketer, you want to stand out. Uh, one way to do that is to kind of go back to the basics, go back to something real, send something, somebody in the mail. I mean, how many emails do you get every day versus how many, you know, genuine packages with something cool inside, you know, show up at your doorstep? Sure. every day and then you know our vision is to is to marry the best of both of those worlds so you know maybe run a digital campaign um but have a swag offer as part of that campaign and, and do it in a smart intelligent modern way um one one thing again that i've noticed from looking at your your uh, website um there's a little bit there a, a feature that says reporting and insights knowing what's popular um and when you should reorder and and from a popularity point of view is not just popular and what's been good for you as an organization but a clients of yours able to see what else has been really popular and what is a current trend and what other companies are ordering to help inspire them a little bit yeah, so within their own platform, the reporting and insights will tell them all the different items they're using across all their different campaigns, whether it's events or giveaways, they can see what's being requested the most. So that's something we've used internally too. Like we use giveaway campaigns extensively. And that's when I noticed like, wow, those whiskey stones are being requested a lot more than some of our other items. So that's a clue right there. Okay, we've landed on something that's really resonating with people. Um, also on our blog, which is just printfection.com slash blog, we share a ton of different ideas that um, we've seen across our customer base that have worked really well. So we're constantly sharing ideas. And that's also the role of our customer success managers. They take in all this data from different customers and they'll share ideas with other customers about what's working well. Mm -hmm. Sure. And, um, yeah, and the idea of you know, being able to see, I know it's an obvious one, but being able to see what is on trend, what's working well for other people at any given point, you know, what's a good cost-effective solution is going to be really, really useful for, um, for, for anybody, uh, anybody entering into this, this type of thing. Um, yeah. What's been, what's been uh, as we sort of rush, rush towards the end of today's episode, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. keen to ask what's been some of the sort of... Um, maybe not the strangest items that you guys have fulfilled, but maybe some of the most inspiring is a better way to put it. You know, have you been approached by companies who've come with requests for items that maybe you don't do at that point, but you've thought, you know what, that'd be a really, really good thing to have. And yes, we can do that for you. Yeah, we absolutely have. I'll let, um, I'll, I'll share some ideas in case you can chime in. Um, have you ever played Jenga? Yes. Yeah, so giant Jenga sets we've had. Yep, so if you go to an event, you can have a giant Jenga set that people can play with. Um, pinatas, so we can do branded pinatas for events. I always joke with customers like, oh, you should order one of one of your competitors and then have your prospects bash it at the event. But I'm just kidding, don't do that. That's very aggressive. <laughs> um, uh, giant dice, inflatable chairs, massage tables, ping pong tables, like 
pretty much, like I said before, if, if there's an item that you can put a logo on it, uh, we can brand it and we will have customers that will message us say, can you do this? Uh, yeah, okay. beer pong, even inflate, you know, inflatable balloons, like pretty like mini blimps, basically. Uh, we've had those requests come in as well. <laughs> okay. How do I, I get, this is a genuine question here, but when it comes to branded alcohol, you know, bottles of beer, you know, with, with a, a company's branding on there, how difficult is it to do? You know, cause I, I know that from a licensing point of view over here, there will be uh, certain issues and certain boxes that have to be ticked and certain considerations and brand implications. How does it work over there? Because in certain, again, this is about finding the right uh, type of swag for the right audience. Is it something that you get approached to do and, and how difficult is it to fulfill? Yeah, we do get approached to do it. Um, it's definitely possible here, at least in the United States, um, but there are a lot of regulations and they vary from state to state. Um, and, I, and I assume that's kind of like that in other parts of the world. So if you ship sure. from one state to another or a country to another, it gets very complex very fast. So it's actually not something we currently do, um, but but um, it, it's definitely possible if, you know, if, if the distribution scenario is really simple, like you're taking it to one event or you're remaining within one jurisdiction. Sure. Um, yeah, something, an expansion opportunity as well. Um, yep. Apologies to, to, to any teetotalers joining in today but, uh, or following the podcast because there seems to be a lot of reference to, to bottle openers, to beer, <laughs> to whiskey stones. Um, that time of the night where you are. <laughs> all sorts of stuff like this. Maybe it's because yeah. I'm sort of pushing towards the end of the day and it's, I'm thinking, yeah, we're close. We're getting closer and closer. Um, guys, um, we're close to wrapping up today's episode, but before we go, um, just tell us if people want to find out a little bit more about Printfection, what's the website, what are the social media handles, how can people find you? Yep, super easy. Just printfection.com to find our website and our handles on Twitter and LinkedIn, just at Printfection. Same thing for Facebook. Um, go ahead and add me. Again, it's Ryan Campion. Uh, you can find me pretty easily on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Guys, thanks very much for joining us. We've been joined on today's pod, uh, podcast by Casey Shaw, who is the co-founder of Printfection, and Ryan Campion, the head of marketing over at Printfection, who have um, taken the time out earlier on in their day, I should say. It's probably, it, it, we, st we started, it was 10 a.m. in the morning for you guys. So you were really, we got you at the, at the, the, the most effective part of the day, as far as we're concerned, when you, <laughs> your brains are absolutely geared up and raring to go, um, who have joined us from Denver, Colorado in the USA um, to talk about Printfection. And as the guys said, that there are the links um have a listen back and you, you go over to their website and find out a little bit more about them um our own podcast is brought to you by our sponsor engage powered by d2i systems winner of best event management platform at the 2017 event technology awards to learn how engage can make your business more profitable visit d2isystems.com forward slash engage that brings us to the end of today's episode if you've been watching the video of this podcast on eventindustrynews.com don't forget that you can head over to your uh, favorite podcast platform and download an audio version of the podcast you can also reference back to all of the previous editions that we've done of the event industry news podcast and uh listen to it on your uh, on your headphones on your way to and from work uh, or wherever you find yourself out and about working in the industry thanks again to our guests today uh, ryan and casey from printfection and we'll see you on the next edition of the event industry news podcast thanks a lot guys we'll see you soon bye-bye